Warning, every episode of the Magical Bro Transformation podcast contains spoilers for the shows discussed, adult language, and adult situations. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Magical Bro Transformation Podcast, Unrelated Filler, Episode 18. 18. 18. It's legal now. The perfect (laughs) age for the perfect podcast. And joining me on this perfect podcast are the filthiest men I could find. This uh, Magical Bro Transformation Porncast is being hosted and co-hosted by the boy Juan. Sleazy Juan. Sleazy sleazy mustache Juan. Oh, God. And the uh, rom-com sexpert, Mark. (laughs) Degenerate. The degenerate fucks are here. Uh, Originally, this was going to be a Halloween podcast, but that is long gone. And so I thought to myself, why don't we make it a uh, Dia de los Muertos podcast? But that is also long gone. No, you, you made it just in time. Thanks to Daylight Savings, it's still uh, Dia de los Muertos. Is it? And that's how <laughs> no. it works. Is it? <laughs> yeah, that's how it works. Right, it's two days So, yeah, um, things have been happening. Work has been going on. This break is uh, happening for a reason. But in between this break, some news has broken. Eh, kind of, you know, news that kind of relates to us. The uh, partnership between Funimation and uh, Crunchyroll slash Verve has been uh, separated, but in its place, High Dive has dove in. <laughs> and added their uh, their library and shit. Which I thought was pretty interesting. Mm. Yeah. And I was... Hmm? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. And now I'm just kind of waiting for uh, Funimation to be like, uh, we are going to merge with Sony Crackle and become one gigantic streaming service or vice versa where Crackle merges with Funimation since they're both owned by Sony now. You know, that's to come mm-hmm. before that yeah. happens. Uh, <clears throat> Have you tried Crackle before? Uh, years and years ago, I tried it once, and I was like, it's, it's nothing here that I really want to see. But yeah. They only have cartoons, or...? They have, like, some anime like, and some cartoons. Yeah. Yeah, I also tried it years and years ago, and uh, they didn't have that much no. back, back in the day. And uh, it used to be all on YouTube. Yeah, I mean, now it looks like they're getting their shit together. Kind of. Like, I went to it a few days ago, about a week and a half ago. I was like, this has stuff. I don't (laughs) know if I'd pay for it, but then again, I'm not the kind of person that likes watching movies. So uh, I guess I'm not the target audience. 
Mm. But you know, we are the target audience for what we're gonna review later on today, though, and that is <laughs> Urotsuki Doji, Legend of the Overfiend. At least the first three OVAs that were released. But before we talk about that, what have you guys been watching? I know for some reason we've all been watching like a shitload of anime. I've been enjoying uh, Goblin Slayer. Mm-hmm. And uh, that one anime with the uh, zombie idols. The uh, zombie yeah, that's, saga. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was talking about yesterday. I haven't seen it, but uh, is it already like caught up? It's whatever? on like, episode like five. It's still ongoing. Yeah, it's still it's, ongoing. Yeah, it's still ongoing. It's it's this season's anime, isn't it? Yeah, it's this season. Yeah. What have you been watching? Yeah. Trying to find the name. What the f- is the name of that show? I don't know what it's called in Japanese. I certainly don't know it's what it's called, called in Japanese. English. <laughs> Oh, fuck. I, and it's like not even like grammatically correct. Shut up, man. It's not even grammatically correct what um what it is in English. It's like I'm a video game RPG and we met in real life or something like that. It's weird. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh yeah, I'm trying to figure out what it's called. I just don't. All right. While you on- while you figure out what it's called, um, I'm gonna talk about a different anime that Mark and I. Kind of start like we started together and then I finished it that same day, which was like a anime from like two or three years ago called Kotorasan, which I thought was going to be pretty all right, but I don't know. We might do an episode about that. We'll see. Mm. Uh, that that's a thing. Also, I also was watching Goblins there with Mark. Got to like episode four yes. and I told him this will decide whether it's good or not, Mark. And then we finished episode four and I was like. I might not. I might just stop watching this, Mark. He was like, "Okay." <laughs> I think yeah, Mark. I you think also said the same thing, didn't you? Yeah, I didn't. It didn't uh, rub me as good as it did at, in the beginning. Yeah, I mean, like I was like, "Oh shit, this is cool." It caught me off guard. I figured it would just be you know misadventures of slaying goblins, and then they added a story to it, and I was like, "Ah, yes, the." thing that makes things good or makes it suck and it turns <laughs> out it made it okay and mediocre and i don't feel like watching something that's okay and mediocre and that's just me i just feel like it started making it more and more like they introduce the characters after they introduce the characters they introduce their tropes and they all slid into their little pockets where you could tell what the characters were and instead of it being like we I waited and then you know the whole week so they can get into the dungeon, and I was expecting it to be much like the first episode where it was just a bunch of fights and stuff. Turns out yeah. it was just a D and D adventure where you're just walking <laughs> through a cave, and there's this exciting music playing for some reason, and then they meet an orc, and yeah. that happened. <laughs> just just like any D and D. Yeah, but if I could tell you the story that's happening 10 minutes before it actually happens uh then i typically stop watching it as mark mm. can attest to yeah yeah that's just right. that's just me then i tried also, watching uh, sss gridman and uh i'm probably okay. not there's a show called ssss gridman 
It's like a throwback to Sentai series and uh, like Gigantor and stuff like that. And I watched the first episode of that and I feel like I should maybe give it a chance. And this is typically why I just don't watch uh, anime from the ongoing seasons and prefer just watching older stuff because it just kind of uh, weeds out the things that are okay and mediocre. I feel like almost everything that is being watched is just okay or bad. And then there are like two or three standouts that happen from time to time. The laws mm-hmm. of nature. The laws of nature. Yeah. It's almost like if you make 80 or 100 shows per season, a lot of them aren't going to be that great. 20% of them will be better than the rest or something like that. Something like that. There's there's a whole number associated to that. Yeah. I guess that's why some people don't watch it ongoing. They wait until it's the season's over. And I'm also the kind of person that hates watching movies. Like, I don't go out of... Unless I'm going with a friend, I don't go out of my way to watch movies. I'd rather just do do something else. <laughs> uh, so, you know, even watching a show is much more of a commitment than watching a movie. And yeah. it's better, it better be a decent-ish show for me to keep watching. And it better be finished if it's decent-ish. Otherwise, I'm just going to drop it. Like these two shows that I've talked about. You need to make time for the... Uh crazy porn known as the overfiend yeah gotta make time for something that's great uh so i guess we gotta keep looking for that great thing but (laughs) it's called wait no wrong and you thought there's never a girl online oh yeah the name of that i've heard about that show it sounds like a show that was from like last season uh like like two years ago whoa and then another thing that I watched was Dropkick on My Devil, which is also a show that isn't very good. Um, mediocre at best. But I like the character designs and I like the cowgirl's voice. So I've like watched <laughs> two episodes in the span of four weeks. <laughs> if that tells you how interested in the show I am, I guess. Like five minutes a day? Do you equal it out like every day to make it? Uh, turns out I didn't even finish the first episode because when I showed you the first episode, I was like, holy shit, I don't remember this entire half. <laughs> so I, I, I guess I just stopped it. And uh, yeah. So Legend of the Overfiend. Have you guys ever heard of this or was me just spewing out the, the words the only time that you've ever heard about it? I don't think I had heard about it. I sure. I, you know what? I have not heard about it before. You yeah. Know. I've never heard about it either. So let me let me bring on some uh, some knowledge into you into you boys. So what we watched were the first three OVAs mm-hmm. of what is essentially a gigantic long saga that spans thousands and thousands of years. After these three episode arc, there are five more series that came out afterwards. What the mm-hmm. fuck? Jesus. Mm-hmm. There was a uh, Legend of the Demon Womb that came out in 1990 to 1991. Then Return mm-hmm. of the Overfiend that came out in 1992 to 1993. Mm-hmm. Inferno Road came mm-hmm. out in uh, 1993 to 1995. The Final Chapter that came out in 1996. And then in 2002, <laughs> a thing called New Urotsuki Doji. New Saga, which I guess is <laughs> a new the saga. Final Chapter. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll see. But that was a whole thing. And the main reason that I actually want to watch 
this particular like three episode arc was because of like some of the infamy that surrounded it. So when, let's see, this was a, this was an anime that came out around the same time as Grave of the Fireflies. It was also mm-hmm. licensed by the same company that licensed Grave of the Fireflies and wow. was released on the same day theatrically as Grave of the Fireflies. <laughs> it is literally the first theatrical release of an anime that was shown dubbed and subbed and the theatrical version is like a kind of an abridged version of the three episodes with a bunch of stuff cut out that's what mm. I was gonna ask I was like did they show all three OVAs that, how long did that add up to that was uh, like two hours it was hours, like a, right? little bit, a little bit more than an hour they they cut out a decent amount of it and finding these three particular, like I tried buying the DVDs because I just like, like the history behind it. And, uh, I like the actual uncut edition is kind of hard to find the ones that you can find now, uh, typically have stuff cut out of it. But, you know, as it turns out, you can find the full editions on unlikely sites on the internet. shout outs to Pornhub Mm -hmm. the reason that this is kind of infamous is because CPM media they knew what they were getting into and you know a lot of this stuff is secondhand information and stuff that I've actually looked up to verify I'd recommend going and listening to the anime world order podcast of episode 46 when they reviewed this thing but that review was 11 years ago (laughs) damn yeah they've been going on for a long time they're a cool podcast but that aside um cpm media central park media knew exactly what they had they knew what they were doing and they wanted to create a buzz so much so that they invited like major news outlets to watch legend of the overfiend oh yeah now i they, wish they just wanted a controversy pretty much some of the the people that they invited were you know your suspect um tabloid article magazines like the uh national Enquirer or, or whatever but also <laughs> the new york times and oh, okay. the boston globe and the washington post and a bunch of other major publications so much so that the new york times this is the only like adult anime title that they have ever reviewed and is available archived on the internet for your pleasure to read (laughs) so oh (laughs) because of this because of like this major like little swell up in the media because you know back in those days back in the early 90s if you read it on a newspaper, that was pretty much big fucking news. They, the internet mm-hmm. wasn't a gigantic thing like it is now. Mm-hmm. So it created the stigma around anime the, to, to the point where whenever in 1998, when Disney was releasing Kiki's Delivery Service, the people that ran like Disney refused to refer him to the film as anime because the term became associated with 
adult Japanese animation aimed primarily towards young men. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Overfiend. Yeah. <laughs> and the reason I bring up the Anime World Order podcast is because they're they're like older ish fans and they lived through you know the slight the stigma that was around back in those days. Mm-hmm. And according to them and a bunch of other people, um, you know, a bunch of other older fans, uh, because of the negative publicity, the general population would associate all anime with violent porn. So uh, anytime you ever brought up anime, it was just like, oh, you mean that uh, tentacle porn stuff or, you know, that uh, gore, those those sex cartoons? You know what? That's exactly what Mondo said back when... when- he was starting out with anime. Yeah. Was five? Wasn't it? Hmm? What? Mondo? Yeah. They made us. No, but he was... Whenever you brought up anime in front of him when he was in high school, he would jokingly, but also half seriously maybe said, oh, you mean that uh, tentacle porn stuff? Or that... Uh, oh, he wasn't like in, into that shit at that time? He didn't get into it until him and I lived together when he oh. was like... T- uh, how old was he? Like I, 18, I can't 19, see him 20? not watching anime. This is weird. <laughs> I guess he was just the guitar guy. Yeah, he was just a guitar guy. He was, you know, he he liked himself some, uh, he liked himself some Metallica, and he liked himself some Nirvana. He used to oh, be an all-American boy until you soiled. <laughs> I soiled him. <laughs> I sat him down. We started watching. He was like, I remember watching Fooly Cooly, and then I sat him down. We watched Fooly Cooly, and then we He's watched. Like, we watched the girls bravo and then we watched sekire and we watched all this garbage <laughs> <laughs> literal shows that are fucking bad but he wanted to see tits and i was like all right Mondo, i guess let's see tits fuck good shows i'm gonna show you fucking girls bravo <laughs> so because of because of all that stigma um there was you know this gigantic infamy that was associated with um with anime and that wouldn't go away until maybe like the mid 2000s when like pokemon started getting pretty big like some Uh, of the some of the studio ghibli films would mm -hmm. kind of take it away but you know like it said like i said earlier the people at disney wouldn't even refer to the films as anime they just associate them as animation yeah you know cartoons especially because it was distributed by disney so people didn't know that maybe it was japanese yeah yeah and um it's kind of crazy how people still think about uh, think to this day how they just think of porn well they're kind of right and they're not wrong i'm not gonna say that they're wrong (laughs) but but um yeah, it's it's crazy that people think that. Or um, the most common, like I guess, excuse or or common idea is that anime is, is for kids, and we see that in Legend of the Overfiend. That's not it. <laughs> and another another big problem that came up with the anime or cartoons are for kids mentality was because people didn't know. So this is like kind of an urban myth and possibly true but people like video store owners mostly or like major retailers would order cartoons in mass and because you know cpm had uh fucking you know a decent amount of other 
anime titles, they would just order from their catalog, I'm assuming, or whatever um, supplier the grocery outlet or the video outlet mm-hmm. would go to would just order from the catalog any cartoon that they'd see. So you would see fucking My Neighbor Totoro or whatever next to <laughs> Legend of the Overfiend, or you would see My <laughs> Little Mermaid next to Legend of the Overfiend. And even though it had a absolutely not for children sticker on top of it, like people would still get it and show it to their kids, especially in the UK. Like I said, this is all one myth, maybe urban truth that Mm -hmm. may have been overblown by manga UK, which was, which is a distributor in the UK. It might've been overblown by them, but it, might also be true because there's still like a slight stigma in the UK from what I've been told uh, towards anime. But according to them, it <laughs> it got so bad over there because people kept mixing up Legend of the Overfiend with other cartoons and stuff because they all assumed it was for kids that they just straight up banned anime in a lot of <laughs> video stores and stuff. Until, like, maybe the early 2000s or whatever. So, yeah, that was a thing. It's crazy what a generalization does. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, to this to this day, anybody that talks about uh, cartoons or anime or any type of animation just assumes <laughs> that, it, that it's going to be happy-go-lucky stuff. You know, nice, wholesome yeah. entertainment for their children. Simple shapes and colors. And... and then they go take them to watch Sausage Party, and they're like, oh, no. Yeah, a child. <laughs> or they get really mad because they didn't know what what they're expecting. You know, screw the the rating. I was surprised when the emoji movie was actually straight up porn. <laughs> what? <laughs> See, <laughs> I guess that can also be said about the generalizations of uh, comic books and comic book movies, because yeah. of the amount of kids that uh, show up to Deadpool movies. Yeah, and I, I was going to bring that stuff. up. Yeah, I was going to bring that up because parents or people just think, oh, because it's a comic, kids can watch it. And, yeah. not you know, you see the previews and all that. And you can tell right off the bat that kids shouldn't be watching this, but parents still bring them yeah. for, for whatever reason. And that was also a big problem back in the, I want to say the 50s or whatever, whenever the Comic Book Association came about, mm-hmm. when, you know, the... Adults would think that all comic books were just Superman and stuff like that, but it turns out, mm-hmm. you know, much like animation, you know, much like these generalizations that we're talking about, yeah. um, there was a lot of adult content out there being sold mm-hmm. next to your, you know, nice, wholesome entertainment. Real quick on the side note like that, uh, why is Batman's dick on a comic book? Oh, I saw that. <laughs> because because you need to know, Mark. You need I mean, to know. Was that a <laughs> no, that was that was a straight up. Hey, let's show Batman's dick, and yeah. I'm pretty All sure right. it was to like stir up some kind of interest or whatever. And I mean, people talked about it, and like I like I told you, um, the second printing, like the reprint of it, isn't gonna have his dick in it. So, um, <laughs> I'm sure they had a lot of like <laughs> parents call and write in and complain about Batman's dick. And how they didn't want their kids to look at Batman's dick or whatever. They, they didn't want to see what a real man looks like. <laughs> they, they, they didn't want to put their kids to shame. <laughs> Tell them they're never compared to Batman. <laughs> and I mean, if you 
if you want to look up Batman's dick comic book, be my be my guest. But you know, you'll, I'll, you'll, I'll you'll be, see a lot of you'll, other, you'll see a lot of just, other. Uh, just go ahead and do it, and I, I promise <laughs> the first thing that you'll see is a fucking arm-sized penis of some kind yeah. of fan art. Because yeah. I tried looking for the page that showed his dick, <laughs> and I was sorely disappointed when it wasn't I, the first thing that came up. I found it on accident, but uh, I'll tell you later how I found it on accident. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That does circle back. Sorry, Nuni. But that does circle back to how, you know, parents just just assume because they think that it's not live cast movies, or it's not like an actual book people just the parents just dive dive in and think oh this is something that kids could watch because it's um it's not for real guys yeah it's not for reals it's big eyes you know bright colors yeah it's cool. and then they 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 watch it and they get mad because it's for some <laughs> reason they were tricked yeah or or they were tricked because... even though it had a rated r rating like yeah like um I feel like that a similar problem came about with um, Goblin Slayer and the first episode because it had a TV-14 rating on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess some people weren't expecting it to be as, you know, in quotes, violent. That's bad, yeah. But the violence is implied and the other, like the sexual things that come out in it is also implied because there's nothing that's shown. Mm-hmm. It, everything is just off-screen violence or off-screen rape or whatever yeah so uh i guess some people uh they let their imaginations run wild and they were like oh my god this is so horrible this is so gruesome yeah and they caused crunchyroll to like put a warning in front of it <laughs> which you know i, I get but it still <clears throat> yeah. has that tv 14 rating uh in the american dis- in the u.s or Funimation version that has mm-hmm. a tv ma rating which mm-hmm. I feel like it's a bit too far, considering they don't really show anything. But yeah, I, I mean it's implied, and I think that's that's a bad thing that you can imply that there's violence and therefore violence is happening. Yeah, um, I, guess, I guess implying something is just as bad as showing the thing. Which you know, I I mean eh. I, I see it in a psychological standpoint, but yeah. um, but yeah, um, that people just want an easy label, and if they see simple shapes and bright colors. Um, they automatically think it, it's cartoons for children, uh, kind of like how my sister, she's she always does that. Where um, if I want to watch an anime or if I want to watch something that isn't reality based, she kind of scoffs at it, or she used to. I don't know if she still does, but I, let's just say she still does. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I rented The Dark Knight Returns, you know, old old man Batman. Mm-hmm. Uh, she looked at it, she saw the, the cover, and she saw, like, the screenshots of it, and she's like, it's a cartoon. And I was like, yeah, it's an animation. And then she's like, you know, you can watch this, like, if you open up Cartoon Network, you can watch this right now. And I was like, oh, it's not that kind of animation. <laughs> um, but but my dad also saw interest in it because he was like, oh, look, it's Batman. And... And I told, I kind of explained that it's kind of like the Dark Knight uh, Rises, mm-hmm. um, how it's he's an old man and all that. And he's like, oh, okay. But then my sister comes back. She's like, but it's a cartoon. And so we 
my my dad and my sister watched the movie not realizing that there's a uh communist woman with uh communist emblems uh you know pasted to her nipples mm-hmm. and i guess that's kind of shocked her that she thought that <laughs> a kid's quote-unquote kid's show would have that and then you have to just reiterate hey you know this is just just because it's a uh... Just because it's animated doesn't mean it's uh, for kids. Yeah, so so people still have that stigma. And my sister was born in mid eighties, eighteen nineteen eighty five. So you, I guess, you still see some of the those ideas, and uh, even for for people that shouldn't, because they should know better. But and I you, guess it's how they grew up. You would think because of things released in like the seventies and the eighties, like. Because of things like Fritz the Cat, or fucking heavy metal, or <laughs> um, to make a more obscure pool, Coonskin, <laughs> uh, you would think that st- people would realize, oh, just because it's this or that doesn't doesn't, doesn't mean it's for kids. Uh, eventually, we'll watch Watership Down, which is uh, oh, that's what I wanted to watch. Yeah, that'll be a thing eventually. That'll be a thing. <laughs> it'll be a double feature. It'll be Watership Down uh, next to Plague Dogs. We'll make a whole thing about that. <laughs> it'll, it'll be great. Mark will be like, what are we watching? And it'll be, it's about happy animals, Mark. It'll it's be about like, oh, bunnies, cool. Mark. It is about bunnies. Yeah. There about are bunnies, bunnies in it. Happy tree friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's for kids. I mean, I watched yeah. it when I was a kid, so that means it's for kids, right? <laughs> uh, sure. <laughs> so, yeah, this was a... The show seems like it had a decent amount of, especially for the time. Like the animation in it mm-hmm. is pretty fucking good. Yeah, um, you could tell that Penthouse International, who like distributed this thing, uh, really put in the big bucks in there. And I, I feel like Pent. <laughs> when I saw the name Penthouse, it took me back, and I was like, "Holy shit! Fucking porn magazines. That's a thing. <laughs> that was a thing." And yeah. this seemed like a really cool, like a really cool thing that would be in a porn magazine. It reminded me kind of like the new type magazines. I don't know if you ever mm. uh, picked those up. They were basically an anime magazine that cost like twelve bucks or whatever. But in that magazine, there was like every now and then there would be like a DVD in there with four episodes of four different uh, shows mm-hmm. from that season, which I thought was pretty cool. Mm. And uh, if you're if you're uh, in the younger age and don't know what a magazine is, um, <laughs> there used to be these things called bookstores, and uh, sometimes Walden's even Walden's books, Walden's books, or Barnes and Nobles, or even sometimes in your, uh, you know, in gas stations and convenience stores, there used to be these things called racks, and in those racks would be these Magazine. papers that were stapled together and sold for like from five to ten dollars per magazine yeah. per page you know whatever and they'd be called magazines that, used, <laughs> that yeah. used to be how you got your information for your like niche interests because you didn't want to read a book and you want to see things with pictures in it yeah yeah or dirty magazines or dirty magazines which were sometimes behind the counter and you had to ask the lady can i get that and a pack of smokes please and the lady would be like (laughs) sure here you go stinky and you'd be like thanks ma'am see you again see you see you again next month (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah this like 
you know, because there used to not be as many animations back in the day, um, it was a little bit easier to convince people to give you some cash for like your project. Mm. I, I see this. I've, I've seen this before in in another title. I don't know if it was a joke or not, but Newgrounds. Well, I'm sorry, not not Newgrounds, but Playboy sponsored a Newgrounds animation. Um, so it does happen every once in a while, but, um, but yeah, I I can see how it's surprising because, um, you, we think penthouse, we think of, of playboy and it's porn. And I mean, yes, it is, it is, I mean, yeah, but, but once in a while you see that name or you see those logos pop up in places that you wouldn't expect. And for um, a while, Playboy was trying to take out nudity completely from their magazines until they were like, oh, no, this is hurting our business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who, knew? Who would have thought? Yeah. And going off on a tangent, it's surprising to see um, a Playboy article come out in your uh, literature book or college literature book. Yeah. But they would actually like go out of their way and and do they, like interesting things in the in they, the playboy magazines and uh i don't know about the hustler magazines yeah. or penthouse magazines <laughs> but in the playboy magazines they'd like go out of their way to do interesting articles yes yeah, scholar scholarly uh articles and journals because uh i remember like my first year in college or it was a summer college and we were reading this article and it came up that this article was on Playboy, or it was first published in Playboy, and we're all like, "Wait a minute, this is from Playboy." And my professor, she was like, "Oh yeah, it's you know, Playboy does publish these like scholarly articles every once in a while." And if I were to write an essay, I would be really honored if Playboy like published it in, <laughs> in the magazines. Yeah, and I was like, "Huh? Oh, okay. So I, I guess it's not just Osleys. I mean." There, there. When people make the joke that they're reading the articles, I mean, there's a reason why they make <laughs> that joke. Yeah, the that joke exists for a reason, and that joke may be lost to time, but you know, yeah, at least we'll remember it. We we still had magazines when we were kids. Yeah. <laughs> Going back to the you know Legend of the Overfiend, mm-hmm. when I first started it out, when we first started watching it, I expected there to be a lot more. Uh, sex than there was because I'm like I guess it it had a few scenes Mm -hmm. but in the grand scheme of the three episodes and almost three hours that we spent uh, watching the thing there was Mm -hmm. a lot more violence (laughs) and story going on than than, like maybe the 20 minutes of sex I guess yeah if it wasn't sex it was maybe like a very long penis that was grabbing stuff very long penis yeah what did you guys expect when you when I told you, hey, let's watch porn? And I told Mark, hey, tell your girlfriend or tell your wife that we're going to watch some porn for the podcast so you can watch it in the living room. <laughs> Weirdly. Yeah. And then when, well, I didn't think it was going to be that much that that excessive. But then like, oh, that link isn't working. Let's watch it on Pornhub. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> And then, and then we were watching it on Pornhub, and then it's like, oh, this is a lot of plot. <laughs> there's, there's, <laughs> this is not porn. This is, 
there's more plot there's more actual plot than there's porn in this show mark's wife is just watching and she's like what's gonna happen i need to know <laughs> surprisingly this uh this series kind of brought into question what makes something good it, at least to me it, it brought to question what makes something good because i remember um we're watching an episode together and i said okay let's just watch like 20 minutes and then stop and continue the rest uh the next day yeah. or whatever and we ended up watching the entire episode which was like 40 something minutes uh because yeah. of how entertaining it was <laughs> <laughs> i don't i don't know if it was i can't say it was good but it damn sure mm-hmm. was entertaining and that made me go huh well Oh, this entertainment equal quality, basically. Yeah, and I don't yeah. know. And this is a, uh, I gotta say, there are, there are a decent amount of parts that are boring, mm-hmm. but there's a good amount of parts that are fucking, that are that are stupid and cool. Yeah, it's crazy. It is pretty crazy. It's ahead of its time. It was. <laughs> pr- I. It might have actually been. I can see what what you're what you're talking about. Um. Yeah, when 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 you showed me Overfiend, I was like, ah, there's it's porn, and I, and then slowly I was like, wait a minute, this is very well drawn and very well animated porn. <laughs> uh, you don't see this a lot nowadays. And then um, we watched more episodes, and it was like, hmm. There's more story to this than porn. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, this is also, like, not the first time that we've seen porn together. Uh, I yeah. don't know if Mark was there last time, whenever yeah. uh, Mondo graduated. Was he? Yeah, he was there. Uh, Were you there whenever we watched uh, Maho Shoujo Elena? So, yeah, this isn't the first time that we watched porn together. But that was a different kind. That was just, like, smut, I guess. Yeah. It, it, it was, all it was was just... My, that, from that was start to finish. That was uh, literally what you expect when you go in to watch something. Like uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure that Bible Black is a lot of that, because people like to draw comparisons to from uh, Urotsuki Doji to Bible Black or whatever. But mm-hmm. that's also being somebody that hasn't actually seen all of Bible Black. I've just seen like five minute the, scenes or like ten minute scenes here and there. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. So I can't really speak to that, but. Um, they're very, like, we've also, I don't think, no, Mark wasn't here for this. We've also seen like Curse of the Necronomicon. Um, I don't know if you were there, Juan, were you for at Ushikan? Oh, no, I wasn't there. That's another series that's like actually better than I expected it to be to the point where mm-hmm. Brian and I were watching it in our hotel room and we're like entertained by it. <laughs> it like a lot like this. It wasn't good. But it was yeah. definitely entertaining and better than you expected it to be to the point where, um, for some reason, the PlayStation that we were playing it on, because I have the disc, it didn't play the last two episodes. And we were legitimately disappointed that we couldn't finish the story because <laughs> it kind of left at a cliffhanger. <laughs> and I definitely yeah. uh, want to do another smut cast for, for that if mm-hmm. that ever comes around. So the moral of the story is if you want to be closer to your friends, watch porn. Yeah, watch porn but Only with your friends because if you do it with strangers, it's kind of weird. A little bit. I, oh, I mean, not, not, I, okay, I'll take it back. Not weird, annoying because then they these make, people, they make yeah. all the bad jokes. Yeah. You go to those hentai viewing rooms in, 
in your anime conventions and you're really disappointed by the quality of jokes that come out and you're just like you know the stuff that's going on on the screen is a lot more entertaining than the comments that you're making yeah and that just brings everything down mm-hmm. but urotsuki doji what do you yeah, guys think thing. it's a thing it's a story um that is true it, it was a story and uh the point i guess was the engine to it <laughs> or the it. the the penis <laughs> was a piston <laughs> i mean it kind of was because that's what triggered the apocalypse <laughs> the driving force yeah i guess yeah or the fuel to the fire maybe the jizz was Where, the fuel to the fire yeah because if you overfuel something it might clog it up but if you fuel it every once in a while, you know, it's it's still going to go. Yeah, it's you got to add dashes it. of fuel to that fire. Yeah, but it it was a thing. I'm, I'm not disappointed in it, but also I'm not, like, overly excited about it either. Um, and it might have had something for everybody. Yeah, it was it was a nice balanced piece of media. Nice piece of <laughs> erotic media, I guess. Yeah. And I feel like this is something that you're better off watching in a group than watching by yourself. Because I think if you're watching it by yourself, um, mm-hmm. you might not be as entertained yeah. as uh, like showing it to other people while you experience it all, while you all experience it at the same time. Yeah, this could be a good uh, litmus test to see who your friends are. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how many dicks can you take? What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I I didn't see the first like I guess what half an hour of, of the movie. Um, yeah, I, I, no, I think he he came in like twenty or thirty minutes later on the first episode. Mm-hmm. It captivated me more at the beginning, and then at the end, it, I kind of lost it. Yeah, way more interest. I was like, a lot of shit is happening. <laughs> a lot of shit. A lot more shit is happening than needs to. There's and a lot of fighting. <laughs> there's a lot of fighting, but it's a lot like there's a lot of grandiose. Mm-hmm. amazing things going on but uh it's all it was also kind of boring yeah as opposed to the beginning where it was just weird and stupid and it, it was it's pretty mm-hmm. funny yeah would you ever recommend this to anybody would you ever be <sighs> like hey dude you know what <laughs> let me show you this thing it's called legend of the overfiend <laughs> well again litmus test for our friendship um but also i i did not, I didn't recommend it, but I told someone at work about it because he's also into anime and he's watched Devilman Crybaby, almost freaked out because he he was watching you know the the sex scenes in front of his uh, wife and daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Why would he watch it in front of his wife and he, daughter? Well, it's because he he watched the first episode of, of Devilman Crybaby and thinking, oh okay, so it's about a devil, you know, whatever. But in the first and, episode, there's like a, a bunch of naked ladies and a bunch of violence yeah, and shit. Yeah, when, when he got to to the orgy scene, he like quickly paused it because because you know, he was <laughs> it was because he was he was out in the living room and he was watching on the laptop. But he like quickly shut it down because, um, like his wife or his daughter could have just popped up at any minute. So he's like, yeah, this is something that I'll have to watch like maybe at night or. Maybe with, when with no my hand home. under the sheets. <laughs> but um, I, I I told him about uh about this, and I told him how how we watched it, 
And he's like, oh, what is it about? I was like, eh, there's there's sex scenes and it's about uh, you know demons and and then he he googled it and he saw the picture and he's like oh yeah this is something that i i can't just watch out in front of, of my uh family and i was like yeah yeah you, you shouldn't there's also like a lot of well not a lot but there are a few parallels between devil man cry baby and a bunch of like other anime and Udatsuki Doji because a lot of ideas seem like things that I've already seen before in other shows mm-hmm. like yeah. the unification of you know the the demon world and the human world and the whatever and then the the cycle of things happening every certain amount of years mm-hmm. and, yeah I know. mean it's it's not unheard of, of like having the uh, this demon's gonna come out every 1000 years or every 10 years or however long and uh, there's a lot of erotic mysticism in it. it sir, it's every 3,000 years. Thank you. <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> and uh, it made me question, like, there has to be, like, I mean, there's also this uh, parallels with Christianity or whatever, but it also made <laughs> me wonder if there is, like, some kind of folklore story that goes on that that's like told in Japan that's similar to this or whatever. So I did some some googling and couldn't find anything. Yeah, uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised because a lot of this again is erotic mysticism. Uh-huh. And I don't know. I I guess because I was so used to seeing some erotic mysticism back when I used to not used to but would slightly practice slash study uh witchcraft and a lot of it they did bring up erotic mysticism like i just see those patterns i'm like okay i've I've seen this before i read this before i not watched it but you know i i've studied this before so i kind of see where they're going at but this is for a wider audience i guess and also mahosha joyed and uh, the kind of something similar they did also do kind of something similar with a lot with a lot more incest than uh here which was a little disappointing and aliens because i expected there to be at least some incest but i guess we can't Mm -hmm. all have what we wish for yeah yeah i mean it had something for everybody but it's not gonna have everything can't can't have everything you could uh you could always dream and I, i also thought it was kind of here's a little fun fact so I was looking up some of the characters' names because I was like, there has to be, like, something here. It can't just... I, You know, Japan, there has to be, like, some kind of meaning in something. I mean, yeah, and, it's uh, kind of like the West. Yeah, I mean, people people have to do something. They can't just yeah. call everybody Joe Smith for funsies because then, <laughs> then it's thought of as something that isn't that great for some yeah. reason. But uh, the main character who's, you know, the guy that's actually searching for the Overfiend? Yeah. Uh, his name is Amanu Jiaku. And yeah. in Japanese, like, folklore, Amanu Jiaku, according, uh, well, firstly, according to, like, Google Translate, Amanu Jiaku translates to angel. Mm. But according to, like, a little quick wiki search of Japanese folklore, Amanu Jiaku is a small demon of legend that instigates people into wickedness. <laughs> so, you know, I thought that was pretty interesting. And then everything else yeah. is just kind of like made up shit. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I can see that because it's the archetype of Japan. So if you throw that name, you kind of figure out what, what that, that character, yeah, what that character is. Yeah, kind of like how we maybe throw a name, either an old mythology name or a name that we associate. Ah, uh, yes. Let's call this character characters. Gabriel. That'll yeah. get across the idea. Yeah. So, uh, so, uh, fucking highbrow. Highbrow. The brow is so goddamn high. So high. It looks like you're surprised. It looks like you're surprised. <laughs> because it turns out it's just generalized bullshit. Yeah. Legend of the Overfiend. Mm-hmm. It was a thing. Uh, we watched it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was penis. There was uh, sex scenes. People would blow up once uh, they, they, someone they were, came inside them. Mm-hmm. They were inseminated. They were ins- inseminated and inseminated and fucking inserted. Ins- <laughs> Disintegrated. Dis- disintegrated. <laughs> Disim- whatever. <laughs> but yeah, they they blew up when when you came inside. Yeah, and there was magic cum, magic blood, mm-hmm. everything and, you want. And guys would just lick the blood off of another guy, or or lick the semen off, and you're just like, why? But again, it's the fuel for the fire. It's the fuel for the fire. You you wonder why things happen, and it's just for the sake of the plot. Yeah, apocalypse. Apocalypse. So there, there's a reason why that guy had to lick off demon so he can turn into a demon. Yeah. Any last, any closing thoughts? Yeah. And I, I feel like I mean, we haven't said anything about it, but we've said enough about it. We said enough, and uh, this, this is a ride that you and your friends should uh, maybe see. Yeah. I mean, if you're curious about it, might as well give it a few minutes. Yeah, watch, watch it with a friend. Yeah, watch it with a friend. Hold his hand, you know. Hold his hand. Hold play each other's hands. Play some maybe. sword fights or whatever. <laughs> uh, maybe uh, you'll you'll find some feelings that you didn't know, and uh, yeah, it might be a start of something else. <laughs> a wonderful friendship. A wonderful friendship. Any yeah. last words, Mark? <laughs> nah, Mark's done Good. with this show. <laughs> All right. So that does it for this filler. Yeah, I'm pretty full. <laughs> I'm planning on doing a different, another filler eventually. I guess we'll see. I still want to do a Christmas filler. I want to watch a uh, what's Bill Burr's show? Christmas anime. Yeah, Christmas anime. But what's Bill Burr's show called? Uh, for family. Yeah, if it's for family, want to watch that during Christmas. Want to watch the first season of it during Christmas. And if you've already seen it, you know why. If you don't, then uh, let's watch it during Christmas together. Come back and listen Ooh. to what we have to say. That's yeah, that. Uh, we I don't know when the actual podcast is gonna come back, but we'll see. I've been talking to Mark about what I kind of want to do with it. Turns out I want to watch more stuff that I'm interested in instead of just watch picking <laughs> things from a list. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but we'll see what actually happens with that. Nuni is now a dictatorship podcast. <laughs> fuck what the people say. Yeah, fuck the people. This is my podcast. You watch what Nuni wants to watch. Yeah, <laughs> unless you guys have a good show. In which case... Nuni's a nice dictator. Yeah. He listens. Yeah, he listens. <laughs> but ultimately, he you know, rules I'll, with an iron I'll, fist. I'll take your opinion into account. We'll see what I think about it. <laughs> That's what they all say. <laughs> he rules with an iron fisting. Hi.
<laughs> All right. Uh, with that, uh, I guess you could uh, contact us in our social media things located in the description below. I've been Nuni. This has been Juan and Mark. We'll see you filthy degenerates in a few weeks. Bye. Bye see you on the next Spank show. Outro music. Ba-dum, ba-dum. <laughs>